Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Grace is not with us today, but Ryan, Connor, myself, Sean, we are here, and today we're going to be talking about the possibilities of a new lockdown coming Yay. to a state near you. Yay. Um, Just when you thought you were out, back to they Netflix. pull you right back in. Back to Netflix binging. Um, before we get into that, though, do us a favor, like this video, share this video, comment on this video. Do you think we should go back into lockdown mode? Probably not, but... You never know. You never know who's watching. Please comment below. Also, subscribe to the to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notifications bell. <laughs> that way, you'll know anytime a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, please become one. Really easy to do. Give us your email. You can click the link on the bottom right hand side of the screen, and uh, we'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us. And you probably won't read them anywhere else. All right, y'all. So. Uh, Pandemic 2, Electric Boogaloo, uh, lockdowns. There are some states, consider, not only have some states re reinstated their mask mandate, uh, but there are they are also considering going back into lockdowns. What we learned, I think, from the uh, 2020 lockdowns is... Florida kind of led the way by just listening and doing the, you know, following the science that said two weeks, then we'll start gradually reopening, which is what Florida did. And which our was, numbers. Yeah, it was the original plan yeah, for everyone. It was the original plan for everyone. Our numbers were great here in Florida. I mean, great. Uh, like, I shouldn't say that. Unaccurred. But, yeah. you know. D disproportionately low for a state this for size. For a state this size. Like, as, as good as could be imagined. Because remember back at the beginning, Honestly, it really, in the first couple weeks, seemed like Florida was a disaster. It seemed like they did not have it together. Uh, remember, there was all that criticism of DeSantis being really slow to close the beaches. Like, beaches were left open, and then everyone was freaking out because there was, you know, spring break coming up, and they were afraid that everybody was going to come down for that. Which and they then, did. Which they did. And honestly, that probably was didn't, not didn't help things, yeah. especially right at the beginning. Um but then it turns out all the stuff they were saying he was doing horribly wasn't really that much of a problem. Was actually th they stuck with the plan, which was always, "Hey, we're afraid that hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. We're afraid that you know we don't have enough ventilators. We don't have enough medical staff to treat this thing." And then we were supposed to like you know stay in place for two weeks, try to get a handle on it, and that explosion never happened. We never got overwhelmed hospitals so many major companies sh shifted to making ventilators we did, we and masks but full hospitals we, th we they were, were full they, they were, were full, full but there was never a mm -hmm. we are we at full on crisis, york, we, crisis we have, mode yeah we didn't have a new york crisis well remember even in new york where they were having a crisis that medical relief ship sat empty in the harbor and people had people had time to go out and protest Christian organizations setting up medical tents for oh, being yeah. homophobic. It's Central Park, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they they, yeah. they drove all of them out. The question they, is, they didn't want the help. I think the 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 reason that vessel stood on un, unused was more politically charged. Oh, of course. Than it was out of necessity. Mm -hmm. uh, again, showing just another reason why Andrew Cuomo is a huge pos. Um, check, check, true. <laughs> I see. I see no lies. Yeah. So, um, 
But you know, but but the bottom line is, is like we, some of these, like California, Michigan, are just now emerging from the pandemic cocoon, mm-hmm. if you will, and now they're already talking about going back. Well, the, the ones that have just emerged are the first ones to talk about going back in, and it's almost as if you know, like New York, California, and Michigan. What do they all have in common? Like besides deranged leftist governors. They also have horrible COVID numbers, and they're they're quick to move back on locking them down again. But in California, all that's going to do is just put the final nail in Newsom's recall coffin, because there's no way he implements a second one and is okay in a recall election. Isn't the thing? It's always been the thing with COVID until nature takes its course, whatever, It's there's really no way to stop it from spreading. There's just really not. Unless you're, like, in an island by yourself, away from civilization, you know, playing with a volleyball or whatever, like, your soccer ball, like Tom Hanks did in The Castaway, you're not, I mean, you're... Well, New Zealand, New Zealand is an island of five million people. They locked down severely. They had very little COVID. So, I mean, it varies, right. But But, but again, they are a nation... Of five million people, it's and they are an island. It's really so out. It's, it's so the fact that they could mm-hmm. basically control who came and who went from their island, and and went into draconian style lockdowns. They did. They they came through the pandemic with very few deaths. Um, you know what we should have is reverse lockdowns. Now, let me explain this. We should be encouraging people to go outside. Because you can, you don't get it outside. Like it's don't like, make no claims. You don't know. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, uh, you know, I don't want to get canceled by the White House here. But the point is, like the it's been proven that you're less likely to get it outside. You're almost not gonna get it at all. So especially this time of year, people should be. We should be locking down. That'd be the t- worst idea. Send people back inside when they should be outside. And you're, you're certainly not gonna get it outside, jogging by yourself. There's no need to wear a mask there. But I still see it, it. Yeah. even in Florida. Yeah, and like, look at look at where yeah. we are right now. Look at this discussion we're having. We're talking about how it's oh ridiculous to wear masks by yourself, and here's all the power grabs of lockdowns. We are just full circle back to where we were at the start of last year when the lockdown started. We have made no progress because they're just recycling the same talking points. Ooh, Delta variant. It's it's like the thing we know about, but it's it's different. It's, it looks more contagious, but also less severe. Yeah. You get it, though, from what we're seeing so far. So, look, all signs at this point yeah. indicate that coronavirus is now essentially just a seasonal thing. It is like the cold. It is like the flu. It will come around. There's precautions you can take. There's medication available, well, but you this, can't stop it. How do we know this Delta variant isn't just a different flu variant? Um the bottom line is, is we had how many deaths of flu last year? Apparently none. Apparently none. <laughs> how many deaths did we yeah. have the year before? <laughs> yeah. A lot. It was like one of the worst seasons ever. Wasn't Turns it? out the, the only thing yeah. that was needed to cure the flu was the coronavirus. Yeah, it, imagine. So imagine that. So it's like you know we have like how do we like they say this was this was COVID that that morphed. You know the bottom line is, is we don't. How do we know? Well, like, yeah. like, how do we know this isn't something new? How do we know this isn't just, again, just a flu variant? 
Well, like Dr. Fauci, I'm not a good doctor. Well, no, well, yeah, I'm not. You know, but here's here's the problem with my question. My problem with this question is the fact that I'm posing it because I should be able to trust the news sources that tell me that this is a COVID variant. But at the same time, I cannot trust anything that comes out of any news uh, News. news source. Any news source. Yeah, but the ultimate arbiter of truth is the Biden administration because they're going to Facebook and they're like, okay, that's bad misinformation on on the vaccine, so therefore you guys got to take that off your site. And if there's um, pretty much there's the rest of the the world and then the government. That's my list of people I trust. Anyone else and then government. Why would, the, how, what makes them the authoritative? And not to mention, like you've been said, they've been wrong so many times in the last year and a half. So many times. Fauci alone could write a whole book the fe- on just how many times he's been wrong. The federal government has been so inept. That's what makes me so nervous. They've been so wrong on so many things. And I don't, I don't just mean COVID. Um, I mean on a lot of different aspects they have been categorically inept and and it's scary to think that so many people put their trust in an entity that should not be trusted it's almost as if a top heavy federal government system was not what was envisioned when this country was created but that's a subject for another day but look at the covid results on a state by state (laughs) level some of the ones doing the best are states that never really went the full authoritarian route. The ones that did it the most strictly have some of the worst results. I mean, obviously the freest state in the union for this entire thing was South Dakota because they were basically like, what if we didn't have a government? What if we just, no no regulations at all? And they did really well. Um, but that one meatpacking plant, yeah. oh God, they, the media lost their mind Of course. Yeah. But then you also, you know, have... Texas and Florida in the run-up for number two because DeSantis was out here doing great things. Then Greg Abbott is over in Texas just doing whatever DeSantis did like three weeks later. And they're both doing great. They're both Neanderthals. Yeah, but Biden calls them Neanderthals for their way of thinking. Uh, Meanwhile, you have, like we mentioned, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, Andrew Cuomo in New York, uh, Gavin Newsom in California. Horrible results. Andrew Cuomo has some of the highest death totals when it comes to in the COVID. world. Yeah, and like New, New York is beating out other countries. Yeah, like New York countries. alone, and he won an Emmy. Yeah. This is how messed up this world I is. I mean, because he's. I mean, he is acting. He's fake. So yeah, that that, I mean, that was the point. Sense. I we I made this point when we talked about the Emmy, like the week he won it last year. Um, the reason he won it. The reason. He was always said to have been better than Trump. The reason he, you know, they wanted to make him America's governor was because he looked sad. He came out and he was very somber and you know read his statistics, doom and gloom. Meanwhile, Trump comes out in typical Trumpy fashion and is like being hopeful but also belligerent towards all the people who are saying there's no reason for hope. But Cuomo looks sad. That's why he won. That's that's why he won an Emmy for that. You know, I hadn't thought about that. So you know, I had some problems with. I just we talked about before. I think Trump made a mistake doing all those press conferences, mm-hmm. taking all those questions. But his message was hopeful. 
It was, unlike the, the left, like, look at Whitmer, she's like, oh my god, we're all gonna die! Like, Trump's like, we're gonna get through this. I can't believe you mm-hmm. voted for... <laughs> That's fake news, I did not, by the way. But uh, Says the like, guy who voted for Obama. Ooh! That was a good one there. I but, can smell my own kind. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, like, at least Trump was trying to, you know, trying to keep the people going, you know, pump it up, or these Democratic governors like Cuomo and Whitmer and Newsom, they're all doom and gloom, all, we got no hope, we're gonna, this is gonna be like this forever. Like, where Trump is like, you know what, we'll get through it. Like, that's why I liked, you remember, they freaked out after he had COVID, and he got better relatively quick, which is amazing. Like three he, days, right? I think the, the, they tested his DNA, and it wasn't DNA, it was USA. Wow, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy how that works. So, and he was basically talking about, we can't live in fear of this virus. I just had it, and, like, you can't, like, I'm like Trump. Like, and it, we can't live in fear. There's ways to treat it. We, so I thought that was a really strong message, and I, I, again, he doesn't get the credit he deserves on the COVID. He actually, minus just the, the you know the optics, whatever, put that aside. Well, here's it doesn't matter. He, what he did on the ground was great, and we talked mm-hmm. about the ship. We did PPE. He did all these things. He got them everything they need. Even the governors admitted they got everything they needed from him, but yet it was still Trump's fault. And look at what the private sector did in response to that. Uh, you know, Operation Warp Speed was the government, but then you also had people... Uh, few notable examples you had Mike Lindell who trans transitioned one of his factories into making masks you had a bunch of other companies yeah, turn yeah, their yeah. factories into making but look ventilators what they're doing to that guy now yeah. yeah like look at how they demonized all it's these a great people story by the way personal story yeah. too by like that that was the the moment you know around the time of you know everyone condemning the CEO of Goya Foods for endorsing Trump and like all this stuff where basically anyone in the private sector regardless of how much good they were doing if they supported Trump, they were evil. Uh, th- this was the the effort to move us forward with a little bit of hopefulness. But the end goal was always to make sure we are in an endless cycle of lockdowns, authoritarian control, government top-down mandates, and that's where we are right now, because it basically was feeling like we were out <laughs> from under this thing. And once things started to recover, uh, once the economy started to get better, once people were going out without masks, the Biden administration missed its vaccine goal, and then, in relatively short order, Delta variant, uh, UK variant. Well, now you, all all these other variants are they're popping up one after another. I've got a scary statistic for you guys that that isn't being talked about right now. Yes, awesome, let's go. According to the CDC, <laughs> last week, last week. Now that was you know, more people died from complications of the vaccine. Than they did from COVID last week. Well, it's starting to yeah. So they're trying to they're starting to find that even in um, in uh, Britain, not not necessarily deaths, but they're finding forty percent of the people that have been hospitalized uh, have actually were actually already vaccinated. So this variant is not as effective as they're finding against the variant. I guess like they're saying. So that's another thing. Why are they pushing this vaccine so hard? Like this 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 misinformation on Facebook. Maybe some of the, I haven't read any yet because they won't actually tell you what it says. But maybe some of that, the, the stuff that's misinformation is talking about stuff like this. Maybe they're right. Well, half the things they've said are misinformation was actually just correct information ahead of the curve. Because remember, the last year, Wuhan lab leak yeah. theory was a debunked GOP conspiracy theory that was spewed by anti-Asian members of the Trump administration. Well, now it's kind of accepted as like, plausible if not probable for the origins of the virus we're not allowed to talk about it anymore because you know we've moved on to other things and the delta variant didn't come from wuhan so what's the point anymore 
but what we're now we're now discussing that as you know, that's that's more or less acceptable. What about hydroxychloroquine? Yeah, that's that's study, that study that came out that those that were on hydroxychloroquine had a, mm-hmm. a two to three hundred percent chance of beating it quicker and or or not getting it. Yeah, or or the studies about you know uh, ivermectin and all these other drugs, redemzivir, uh, or the these the yeah right? yeah that's, that's the one he got. That was experimental. The yes, time. the studies on uh, you know comorbidities, the effects of obesity on on this, the the reporting on all the incorrect death tallies. We got those reports like early last year of, hey, all these death tolls are inflated. Here's like the the next six cases. This guy fell off a ladder. This guy got shot, but they died with COVID. So they were recorded as dying from COVID. This is nothing new, only now it's suddenly acceptable to talk about just in time to move on to something else. Um, and circling back, circle back, because we're talking about Saki right now, to the point Ryan made a minute ago about the Biden administration making a push to work with Facebook and other social media companies and even SMS carriers to flag See, mis- scary, misinformation. Yeah, like, I, I want to talk scary. about you want to talk about the Facebook thing first because I'm more scared about the text because everybody knows Facebook already does its. Uh, you know, disputed claim, misinformation, whatever, flags on posts. But the Biden administration has said not only are they trying to ramp that effort up for vaccine misinformation with Facebook, but they said they've already been doing it. That Like, they've already been working with Facebook on it, and they're trying to get more aggressive with it. Well, here, here's my question about that. If Facebook is acting as an arm of the executive branch of the United States government, does that make them subject to First Amendment? Oh, the, the, First Amendment yeah, violations? it does. They're oh. they're no, absolutely no longer an independent publisher yeah. if they are taking so, cues from the government. Yeah. So I was listening to Mark Levin show last week. You know, he's he's a, he was a great lawyer before he became a radio host, and he was saying, "I hope the Trump people." He said, "I hope the Trump people are listening because Saki just gave them the lawsuit, basically, mm-hmm. which he admitted that they were working." With the Facebook and uh, the censor, you remember because Trump brought up the you know he's 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 suing the big tech as far as a class action lawsuit because they banned him from all these sites and because he's claiming that they're acting like government actors and Saki goes in front of the national TV and says that they are acting like government actors like they're in, working with Facebook like yeah. like like how stupid can you be? Up until she said that, I thought that the Trump big tech class action lawsuit was nothing more than showboating petty revengeism because he was mad at big tech it's not going to go anywhere but it was about, about making a point well now we have the press secretary of the president of the united states just confirming that oh that will yeah, be used the, the administration oh, yeah. the administration is deeply involved with the higher-ups at facebook in a coordinated effort to flag misinformation <coughs> and uh, this was unrelated to the uh thing with the biden administration and facebook but in a hit piece against the Daily Wire, NPR just quoted an expert who very profoundly said, even a true piece of information can be used as misinformation. So hmm. this goes to show where's the standard for misinformation anymore? It's what it, they say. It yeah, is. It, it is just anything I disagree with is misinformation, which is why it's a true even, piece of if, say that again, a true piece of information can also be misinformation. In the broader context of the quote, this this expert uh, will try to you know have this linked somewhere. 
was discussing how, you know, an information that is put forward only highlighting the negative side or downplaying the positive, if, if the context isn't expressed fully, then, then it's misinformation. By that logic, every mainstream news outlet in the United States is misinformation. Is misinformation because mm-hmm. drive, fake news is somebody because, that we know. Yeah, driving right. outrage, highlighting negativity, that's all the corporate media in this country does. <laughs> uh, that's all pretty much any media industry They're does. They're so out of touch. It's unbelievable. They live in these bubbles. They literally, like people at NPR think that they are a legitimate news source. They think that the only ones that are legitimate are the New York Times, the Washington Post, NPR, and maybe one other one you're here. And they think somebody like the Daily Wire or us, even, like, we don't count. But we'll be the first, like the Daily Wire, and we both, we're concerned, we have a viewpoint. We're not, I, I, we have, we use facts to try to come to our conclusions, right. but, but we're not, a news, you know, we're not a news site per se. I've always looked at Freedom Wire as ballast, as, as far as trying to keep an even keel. Because there is so much against uh, the the right, there is mm-hmm. so much news against the right that they don't show the good, they don't show the positive, they don't show, and they don't show the negative of the left. I see us as what as just one of those stones in the in the in the media ship mm-hmm. that helps keep some kind of balance or. Or, you know, it's the beginning of some kind of battle. Well, imagine if there wasn't, like, uh, you know, like, because before there was no, 25 years ago, there was no Fox News. There was no counter left. And that's why I think Russia... Well, there was, the news wasn't left. It was, was, though. It, it was really was, like... Not not like it is today as far as they're nasty now. They have, like, sinister plot. No, 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 they're no, always it, to the left. The problem wasn't when the news went left. The problem They've was when the news left. got in bed with the government. Because, no, no, no. I, I have I have a different theory when it comes to that. I think the the problem uh, the problem came when the news went corporate, and what I mean by that is when it became about profit and not informing the American people. Well, that, that, that's largely yeah, the same. It happened at the same time yeah, as the point I was saying. Yeah. Like, when, when I was a kid, you would watch the news. There would be no commentary. Mm-hmm. There would like like there was nightly news with. Uh, like te- like there was national nightly news and then there was like local nightly news but like the, there was national nightly news with like Ted Koppel and and Tom Brokaw like NBC ABC had their own like nightly news TVs and, were all in black and white back then right no this was color this was the <laughs> 80s but what they would do is they would basically talk like your local news would talk about the local stuff the 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 national news would talk about more global issues. Now, they never did commentary. You never heard Tom Brokaw's feelings on a story. You never heard Ted Koppel's feelings on a story. You only heard the story. But it wasn't until like the birth of CNN where profit became what was... Even CNN was fine early on. Early on, I right. used to actually even early, even even up to about two thousand two thousand one. Like I used to go to them even as well. I was young then, but as a kid, like oh, they're pretty reliable. We'll see what CNN's saying. Now it's just like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's, and I think so. Like historically, there's there used to be some ethics in journalism. It's amazing because like the newspapers used to have like here's our news section, here's our commentary section, editorialized. This is what we think. But we, we don't touch the news section. You know, like, they're two different entities in the same paper. Like, now it's just you can't tell. Yeah, now they use, the, they use the editorial as the headline. Yeah. Because in the editorial, you can highlight the 
negativity and the hatred. And if you use that as the story, as this NPR expert said, any piece of true information can become misinformation. But uh, once again, returning to the Gen Saki issue, um, of more concern, honestly, even than the Facebook part of this, was the fact that they also said they want to do the same thing with SMS carriers, cell phone providers. Which 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 They want to flag your private texts (laughs) that contain vaccine misinformation. Which means they're already... They're already monitoring. They're already yeah, doing it. which means if, if you uh, if you text your buddy, hey, I'm a little skeptical about this vaccine. There's a chance that in the next few months you might get a pop up on your phone that says this text contains vaccine misinformation. Click here to learn more. Uh, just like you see on Instagram posts and on Facebook and on Twitter. Basically, they want their fact checkers to be analyzing everything you have in your Freedom in of your Information phone. Act. Woo. Yeah, and this uh, this kind of reinforces a point I was making early on when people were... Oh, no, 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 not Freedom of Information Act. Patriot Act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Patriot Act. Patriot oh, Act. I thought you were telling people to file, which would be oh, a good well, idea. Oh, that, that would be a good well, idea. So, yes. Yeah. So file some good. Yeah. Freedom of Information Act is good. The Patriot, Patriot Act, not Patriot so much. Act, not so good. Not so good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the point I'm, I, I was making was that, you know, people who were skeptical about the vaccine, like, oh, it has, has tracking things in it, they'll be able to trace you. Dude, if you got a cell phone in your pocket, oh, yeah. they already have everything they could possibly need about you. Yeah, there's nothing that they can't find out yeah. about you. And th- this just goes to show how deeply embedded they are. Because they, they set it as some sort of offhanded thing of, oh, yeah, we want to work with, with SMS carriers. Like That means they're already in talks. They already know the people. They're just going to have meetings about this to see if they can make it happen. And that's why this is insane. Like... You're really going to flag people's private communication to push a narrative about medical treatment that, again, should be a personal decision, not a government thing? You know what the most How crazy have we gotten right now? Right. You know what the most amazing thing about this? Not the most amazing, but it's something that I don't think people have focused in on enough is what Saki said. Well, and Biden said the same thing. There's only 12 people on all of Facebook mm-hmm. that's putting out this bad information. I go... How many people did you go through to find just 12 people on the entire Facebook? There's like 2 billion users or something on Facebook. That was a pretty scary that nobody thought of that. Like, well, you know how many people they had to go through to find 12 people? This administration loves their damn lists, man. What like, I they love to put people 12, on 12, lists. 2 billion. They must have, what have they been doing the last six months? Did you mm-hmm. sit there watching Facebook all the time? But what I want to know is, is what is their standard of what is... They won't say what is misinformation? That's a great point because I like where's where, uh, the only reporter that's worth is, is so, worth anything is Peter Ducey from Fox News. He might ask him that, but nobody else will ask him. Like, okay, can we see some examples of of what? I mean, if you're gonna say misinformation, let's see show us the goods. They yeah. haven't done it. They haven't done it. They just had the Surgeon General come in and play, you know. Their puppet, basically, like, oh, okay, here, we got this, this, but they never said what it was. Yeah, well, well bear in mind, uh, Saki also said that, you know, I think if you're banned on one social media platform, you should be banned on all social media platforms. What that kind of brings to mind is, oh, you've been kicked off Twitter, you should also be kicked off Facebook and Instagram. I was just talking to Ryan earlier, though. It has much more of a widespread implication than that, because Netflix, mobile banking apps, Venmo, uh, YouTube, all these platforms are all classified as social media apps. Social media is something you get online 
for the purpose of like exchanging information or communicating. So all of these things do that. And we've already seen multiple uh, you know, apps for sending money back and forth who are banning people, banning you know, extremist groups or anybody they don't like. Uh, Chase Bank gave out the private banking information of anyone who was even near Washington DC on January 6th. This is what they're doing. This is the goal. They are already in everything. It's not they're trying to get somewhere. They're already there. And this is the authoritarian crackdown that made the lockdown so concerning in the first place. This is what they're going for. So, welcome. I, don't, I don't stay woke, people. Welcome, welcome to the Thunderdome, America. Um, and we're up against the clock here, yeah. so that's where we'll have to so leave we'll have it. To end it. We'll end it, have to end it there with the rise of Nazi-esque tactics by the left. This is an ongoing story, so we'll, be, we'll, we'll hit this on we'll the do next a lot one. more. Thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you like what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. If you did, do all that stuff we like. We I asked you to at the beginning. Like, share, become a member, comment, all that stuff, and uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, we have about a minute. Anybody have anything they want to say? Don't forget links to articles, other podcasts, videos in the description below. Uh, check all that out. Subscribe to Freedom Wire. Uh, also, don't forget we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We want to talk about social media censorship. YouTube doesn't like us. YouTube has never really been a fan of the things we have to say. So if you help us get on these other platforms, check us out over there. You help us escape. So do your part. Fight the fight the libtocracy, people. I was just gonna say really quickly. I don't I don't believe you know in the ethical side of it, but misinformation is still protected speech. That's true story. I mean, I don't I don't say go start spreading lies, but. You, I mean, I'm just saying, the yeah. First Amendment is, includes all speech, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for watching. Stay free, America, and God bless.